Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel. Today I'm here with Suleyma. Hi. <laughs> so you're born in Denmark? Yes. Like the North Port or...? Uh, yeah, like, yeah, Jutland, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were your parents born there as well? Uh, one from Shelland, which mm-hmm. is the other island. Oh. And one, my father is from Jutland. Yeah. Mm. But, but I grew up in Jutland. Yeah. Mm. And your mom introduced you to a lot of music early on. Yeah, she did. She did. Uh, I grew up, like, uh, going to, like, this very nice, African music. Yeah, you went to like Tasmania. Camp Tanzania. Oh, Tanzania, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's something that's really affected my like way of thinking about music mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. How did she get into the African scene initially? Actually, that's a really good question. I I don't know. Like I was five when she started bringing me, mm-hmm. so it has just always been like a natural part of my life. Yeah. So I actually never asked her how she got into it. I'll have to go home and do that. <laughs> so were you doing instruments in the group? I was or? mainly dancing and singing. Oh. But afterwards I actually moved to Tanzania for like a year and there I learned to play like a certain drum called the Sogota drum. Mm-hmm. Which is like a small drum you have here on your like belly and yeah. then you play with a stick in oh, wow. one hand and a, the hand on the other. Oh. And it's like a kind of dance style and drum style making fun of the army because in Tanzania the army is kind of corrupt and insane Mm -hmm. so it's kind of a protesty style Mm -hmm. do you think that sort of music influences the music you make now Mm, it my I think it will always like what you experience big experiences from your life will obviously always affect what you're doing Mm -hmm. and I do see traits of what I've been working with in Tanzania and the stuff I do now maybe especially some of my melodies and yeah that kind of stuff and actually I have a dream of going to Tanzania and making an album with my friends there yeah that'd be so cool like their dance group called Wangoku and uh, yeah it would just be amazing to make a full album with them like trying to merge like this dance style so Gota and Bunungulu with kind of more modern pop. Mm-hmm. How old were you when you went there? Mm. I don't actually don't remember. <laughs> it's like it was straight out of high school. Oh. So maybe 18 or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what do your parents do? My mother is a like a child. She she works with children. Mm-hmm. And my father is a um like what, how do you say that in English? Uh, like, he, he treats people's mental illnesses. Psychologist? Not a psychologist, but like a... Psychiatrist? <laughs> if you have like... <laughs> if you have like... Uh, if you, ha- if you for example, is an addict, you get help from a certain oh, kind of... okay. In Danish, we say tapout. Okay. I think I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he works with people with addictions. Oh... Mm. How do you describe yourself back then growing up? Uh, oh, that's a really difficult question, actually. Mm-hmm. I think I was a quite 
happy childhood. I had a really nice childhood. My parents were really young when they got me. My mother was 16 and my father oh, 17. Wow. And uh, so I think I was kind of easygoing and always just like tucked along. My mother, she has always told me this story about, because she was so young, she went to like guitar teaching. Mm -hmm. And I would always come along and like yeah. my father lived in this like together with a lot of other young boys and I was just I was staying with them and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I think I had a lot of fun, maybe a little untraditional yeah. childhood experiences mm -hmm. that way. Did you like school growing up? Yeah, I went to a really, really strange kind of school. Where it was we, like 60 people, right? Yeah, we were only <laughs> 60 people and there weren't like classes so... The younger kids, they were alone in one class, but then first, second and third grade were taught together and fourth and fifth oh. and sixth. So there were only like four classes or five mm -hmm. classes on the whole school. So I just grew, it was like a f just a big family, you know, mm -hmm. when you're that few kids. Yeah. So it was just really uh, fun. And I really, also in my school, I learned a lot about music and really getting to love to play with other people. Mm -hmm. Was music your favorite subject in school? Mm. Actually, I think it was like literature. Oh, yeah. like writing. I, like I guess that I kind lot. of what you're doing now still. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I always liked that a lot. And how did you start getting into hip-hop initially? Um, because of my, f like, I had like these six really good friends mm -hmm. and we all like old school hip-hop, like uh, Wu-Tang Clan and people under the stairs and all that kind of stuff and uh, so we listened a lot to that also Danish language hip-hop we listened a lot oh. to that and uh, just got inspired to kind of make hip-hop in that way ourselves we were also very inspired by the roots mm -hmm. like the idea of playing everything yourself and I was actually playing the piano and not singing Oh. Yeah, that was just at the end when they needed someone mm -hmm. to sing the chorus kind of thing. And you were pretty young, like right? 15, 16 when you first joined that group? We were younger actually. Oh, wow. We, it was like a very like a childhood thing. Mm -hmm. Like just a fun, weird, like, you know, random thing you do with your friends. Mm -hmm. And then we got signed in Denmark and it kind of like, we were able to do it for some years and kind of get some money out of it and have fun with mm -hmm. it. And then, did you did you finish high school? Uh, did I finish high school? Yes, yes. Yeah. And then after after did you go to college or did you just do the group full time or what were you doing? Uh, after that, I went to Tanzania. Oh. Yeah. And then I studied also after, and yeah, did. Oh my God! I wish people could see this mountain oh, right now. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It's like glowing from the back, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Ta-da! Oh, so cute. <laughs> uh, imagine coming from Scandinavia where it's grey and rainy oh, yeah. and ah. Uh, and then this walking around with no shoes on. Oh, yeah. Look at that, mountains. <laughs> what did you do after Tanzania? Um, I studied and played a lot mm -hmm. but I've never like um, it, it was music was always more kind of a thing on the side for me and like not that it I took it really seriously and it meant the world to me 
but I've never it was never like a living you know what I mean mm-hmm. so that but, is yeah. that is a new way for me to do music what did you study anthropology oh mm-hmm. what are what about that are you interested in in anthropology yeah Ooh, yeah, many things. I studied very much like integration and like stuff related to that asylum politics oh. and stuff like that. How did you get into that initially? Because of Tanzania, of course. Oh, yeah. wow, that really changed your like, <laughs> yeah. mindset on stuff. That's really cool. Yeah, I guess, but I've always been very interested in stuff like that. And yeah, it's something that definitely, it's a big dream of mine actually also oh, wow. to get to do something with that at some point in my life mm-hmm. you studied when you were so you studied in Denmark yeah yeah and then afterwards what happened then I got like we we were doing some songs me and this producer Nick and a producer called Vera and then at some and it was we didn't really know what to do with the songs and then we got We asked a label in Denmark if they wanted to kind of sign the songs mm-hmm. and put them out with us, and they wanted to. And uh, at that same time, I finished my or almost finished my education, and they made a new law in Denmark where you have had to like study full time, otherwise you couldn't uh, study. Oh, and that's just to get people like. Yeah. In and out very fast. But what was the problem for me was I just signed so I had to have just some time mm-hmm. to do. So I was kind of forced to choose if I wanted that or the other thing. Yeah. But I think it was actually like a in Dan- Danish we say like a curse and a blessing. Mm-hmm. Do you, does it make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really good for me because I needed someone to kind of say like hey, don't do two things half. Mm-hmm. Kind of. So um, then after now I've been doing this for like hmm, maybe one and a half year. Oh wow! Yeah. And one, then uh, yeah, almost maybe. I don't really. <laughs> maybe only one mm-hmm. once a month. <laughs> and then you were doing music full time, or did you have other jobs to live like financially? Uh, In the beginning, I had another job as a waitress. Oh. Yeah, but it quite quickly changed, so I didn't need it and didn't have time for it, mm-hmm. which was nice because, yeah. But yeah, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> was it difficult getting into the music industry initially? Like, did you have a mentor or anyone helping you? Hmm. I guess we helped each other a lot, me and the boys I mm. grew up with and had a band with. Oh, yeah. We were just like all in it together somehow. And I think very much both we taught each other how to play together, but we also taught each other how to be in all of this, I guess. And everyone is in music now, either like as on a, in a label or a publisher oh. musicians themselves mm-hmm. or something like that so I guess that's but I never had like no I it kind of randomly happened I feel mm-hmm. that it was that we started that band and that it made sense to keep doing it or mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah yeah 
Have your parents always been supportive? Yes, very. Nice. Um, but I think I've, I often get this question from people outside of Scandinavia. Oh. And I think it's something else for us because our support system is so huge. Yeah. Like your parent, of course, like your parents will always want you to be able to support yourself. Mm-hmm. If you can't, they'll be like, hey, what's going on? Maybe you should get an education or something. But you can never, like you're not, it isn't as big a pressure, I think, as for example for you guys. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. it make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we have like, everything is free and you can take some years off and just like do your thing and then later get your free education. And mm-hmm. So we're just so privileged that way. Yeah. So that's why I think you should always remember to kind of do it when you have the, do what you want to do when you have the possibility to it. And then after that, how did you get more and more of your music out there? Um, with like then I was with a label and they helped me kind oh. of release it and put it out as mm-hmm. you do. Yeah. Yeah. How did you meet Atlantic? Um, actually, it was th- it was through my Danish label, like my Tim, who's a Danish guy. He met someone from Atlantic, and they. I think that was how it was. Mm-hmm. Don't you? <laughs> how you met us? Yeah, it yeah. was through Tim, right? So you, we have a Denmark office, Warner Denmark, yeah. and Tim, who runs A and R there, yeah. yeah, introduced us to the lovely Solana, <laughs> and we thought she was like the coolest thing in the planet. Yes, yes. They played our first music video in one of our marketing meetings, and we knew it was a no-brainer. Yeah, we were like, yeah. So you we work guys. with projects through the U.S. Oh. So basically, Denmark makes their products, you make your songs, they bring it to us as a package, mm-hmm. and then we deliver it. <laughs> yeah. Make sure everyone knows who she is. Yeah. Cool Aww, stop it. <laughs> How did you realize that you were the right match? Um, I met them like, actually, not that long ago. Like, we met like a couple of months three months ago or something and we just had the best uh, week in New York I've ever had. <laughs> it was very fame like mm-hmm. and they got me good and drunk and we <laughs> hang out, hung out and there were balloons and we had <laughs> it was just like I I think often you know you you realize that when you meet people if it's mm-hmm. gonna be a good thing yeah and luckily it was what would you say were the inspirations for your music video i feel like you have a very certain style like very salima oh that's sweet of you um i just always like the songs are always the main inspiration but i i love to be a big part of the videos like often i'm a part of or i'm always a part of the idea and mm-hmm kind of do it together with the director. Are there certain books or movies that you've been inspired by? Mm. Yeah, of course, I've been inspired by many different things. But I think um, for many of my later videos I've been, or the two latest 
videos I've been very inspired by like some like collage ideas oh. and kind of like merging different genres and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's something I'm very into. And your song Low Life is about your brother? Yes, it is. Mm, I have brothers and especially one brother who has been struggling quite a bit in life and mm. kind of grew up under some difficult circumstances, more difficult than you should. Mm -hmm. And um, he's just always been fighting a lot for the good life and for the like possibilities to get like a good and healthy and happy life. Mm -hmm. And that's something I admire very much because it's, I think that is easier said than done when you come from something that can be quite hot. Mm -hmm. So in that way, it's kind of a celebration of people who dares to go for the good life. Yeah. Mm. How has your relationship with your family changed over time? Mm. I have a good relationship with my family. Um, we're quite close. I have like there has definitely definitely been some difficult times in my family, and uh, that's something we're just working with and on and yeah. Mm -hmm. We have each other and help each other in hard times. Yeah. What were the main inspirations behind your album? Mm, the album is very much about... It's actually very much about love, I think. But not necessarily like love songs for like a lover. But more like the idea of having good people around you. And maybe like a celebration of friendship. And like... Yeah, strong bonds to your very dear friends. Mm -hmm. mm. How would you say your music has changed since the early songs you wrote? Uh, it has become better, definitely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Practice is good when you want to write songs. <laughs> That's something I learned. And then it's like, right now we're out here, we're a lot of people together writing songs, meeting each other for the first time, kind of getting super inspired. And that's something I think is good for everyone, always, whatever you do, like, to get inspiration from each other and... Yeah, so that's something that definitely made me better. Mm -hmm. But for me it's very much the combination of, like, getting out here, like, getting super inspired and getting loads of ideas and then going back home, sitting in my bedroom, kind of, just writing sad crying songs mm -hmm. and being like super like personal mm -hmm. somehow yeah how would you say you've grown as a person since when you were younger uh, that's a very big question <laughs> uh, I think I've become more brave maybe mm -hmm. yeah definitely yeah what would you say have been your biggest challenges so far? In life? Yeah. Hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> mm, I think, like, I don't know what my, my biggest challenge has been because this, like, in life there's m many challenges, I find. But maybe choosing... Uh, between different things I like, that I like, 
Mm. Can be quite. That's something in general I find very hard. Yeah. Mm. What does success look like to you? Mm. It looks like the most important thing for me is to have like a good, happy life. Mm -hmm. And I know it sounds very like as a big cliche, but I think actually sometimes it can be harder than yeah than what it sounds like. But um, when it comes to music, my only like my idea of success is definitely that I do the music I want to do and just keep being that I keep being able to do that. Yeah. Play concerts for people, make songs I enjoy, and that hopefully has some kind of impact on other people who listens to. Mm -hmm. What does love mean to you? Oh, it means everything. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> like it shit. Last question. What do you want to be remembered for? Oh my god. You. <laughs> mm. I would actually like to be remembered for some kind of like... Uh, Like it's like this to this question you can only answer with like some kind of big cliche. Like <laughs> I just wanna be a good person. <laughs> I don't know. But I would I would love at some point in my life to maybe do some more like political stuff mm. in the world and uh, that's definitely something I think we're all obligated to do. and So I don't know if that's what I want to be remembered for, but it's something I, I think is important. Yeah, I love that. You have a voice in the world. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. Thank you so much. Of <laughs> it's course. really nice. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>